I suggest that we reconnect and renew our minds of where Christmas originated from and what took place on that day. Giving to people that have needs that are normally not met, I think would be one big thing that people could reignite would be the word that we've kind of missed. I would love to see people just giving to people. Your life, your journey starts now. Hello and welcome to this edition of Journey Coaching Podcast. I'm your host today, John Y., and I have with me our guest uh, for this podcast, Jeff Carlson, our businessman, our local resident hey, businessman. Hey, hey, hey. Love to have you here, and it's good to see you again. And uh, one of the founders of uh, Journey Coaching and a resident regular guy, as I like to call him, Don Evans. Don, it's always good to see you again. It's great having you back, John. We really enjoy you being on our podcast and co-hosting for us, sir. Thank you, brother. It's always good to see you both as well. And so it's a... Um, getting to be uh, that time of the year uh, where we are uh, sneaking ever so close to the holiday seasons. We've had one past us here in Thanksgiving, and now we're heading into uh, another couple of holidays, uh, specifically Christmas is uh, what we're uh, looking at uh, on the calendars coming up next year. And you know that time of year when we celebrate uh, a couple of things. One, the spending of money uh, on gifts, of course, uh, sending out cards to, to people we haven't talked to through the whole year or made connections with. Uh, we eat lots of sugar, which is always my favorite part, and a little bit of traveling, uh, even in a COVID world. Uh, so, uh, oh, that's right. And we celebrate the birth of uh, someone to uh, uh, that special person that we all know and love. And so, um, but, you know, I, I put that last on my list for a reason, because uh, at times it seems to me uh, that uh, we think about everything else at this time of the year except for the reason for the holiday that we're talking about. And, um, you know, I'm here tonight uh, with you to kind of talk about that. You know, I think there's much more uh, that we should be considering uh, as far as who we are as humans uh, than just all of the material things that seem to go along uh, with the Christmas season. And so um, I think we've lost sight of that. And, uh, and, and hopefully tonight, maybe uh, while we're doing through this, uh, this podcast, this recording, um, we'll have a few answers as to maybe how you might be able to look uh, forward to this time of the year as well and not be so disconnected in a way that doesn't connect you with uh, Christ. And so, you know, here we are, uh, just, just a bunch of men standing around a table here and, and, and talking for a little bit, but... Uh, there's a lot of stuff this time of the year, and, and I say that because it's all wrapped into one big thing. Uh, we seem to be a little bit tense. Um, we were talking about this before we started recording tonight. We're a little worn out. We're tired, and we're not alone in that regard. There are a lot of people that we talk to this time of the year that seem to feel the same way, and yet this should be a celebration time of year, uh, and we don't feel that way, do we? No, we don't. Um, so, Don, I'll start with you tonight. I'll just uh, oh, I'll, I'll toss it right out to you. Um, so, you know, the ball-peen hammer is already in his hand, ready just to pop right there in the go. But, uh, you know, what, what are we missing? What, what is it that, uh, you know, we seem to have lost over time here? Family connections. We just don't do it anymore. We talked about Jeff some podcasts uh, six months ago where the kids were all home and what we do, and I said, we have to adapt. Uh, us three know that I'm not a good adapter. I don't adapt well to things. 
but you just see and hear people talk about the fact that they can't go to their families because their relatives are sick. Uh, and, you know, I'm 62 years old. I remember when families got together every Christmas and Thanksgiving, and, and we did. I didn't even follow. I wasn't a Jesus follower, then, but my grandma let me know every year at Christmas why we were having Christmas dinner because they were good Christian folks. So, you know, you look back as a little kid, it seems like a century ago, but it's not. I'll sum it up with just good old-fashioned family connections, you know, 30 people at the table for dinner. I would imagine that Christmas was a little bit different for each one of us. I came from a large family. Ours was a lot like that as well. We look forward to the time of year. Uh, we were farm family. We were outside a lot, still working, doing a lot of the things that had to be done just to, to live. But uh, the house was warm. The hearts were warm. And, uh, and and I have a lot of great memories of, of those holidays. And a lot of it was family. And that was the best part of all of it. Um, Jeff, uh, you know, you're our... You're a resident historian here. I mean, <laughs> let's let's look back a little bit. You know, Don has kind of talked about the uh, the the Christmas uh, maybe past a little bit and 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 a little bit of the Christmas present. But let's go past a little further than that. You know, why? What is it about Christmas that you know is important? What should we be looking? maybe toward a little bit more than uh, than we do well right and that's a, that's a great question because they're right john there's so much going on right and don you talked about family and uh there's some good family stuff right but then also families get together and there's some not so good family stuff you know, stress on it's all the gift buying and you know, what am i going to get you know I, all the commercials that come on I, I love the mute button on the tv or or the uh where you can record and fast forward through the commercials because it's like it gets to be about this time of the the year and I'm just like I don't want to hear the words finding the perfect gift mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> where's the perfect gift I, I have a quick stat for you if you'd like me to throw it in yeah. there since you're talking about uh, gifts right. the, the average American will spend seven hundred dollars on holiday gifts and goodies uh, this year uh, individually yeah and think about how many people are in a household um, that's $465 billion, uh, according to the National Retail Federation. And then they return a good portion of those right after Christmas is over. So, so there you go. I mean, yeah, you know, that's we're, right. we're all focused on the perfect gift. Yeah. I would encourage anyone listening to this. So, so let's say you are a believer or you're not a believer. What's, what's important is to think about about 2,000 years ago, and keep in mind that we are now in 2020, it's so like 2,000 years ago. I mean, our calendar was reset by this event, uh, which is the birth of Christ. And there may be some people that say, well, I don't know about that. Is that mm-hmm. really true? But you look at how much the world has adjusted to that event, how different would things be, how uh, maybe better for us and the people around us, if we could just dial down that sugar energy, that present energy, that wringing hands about, oh, who's who in the family is coming over, you know, this year, and just go, okay, might there be something in the Christ part of Christmas where we could slow down and uh, just recalibrate and and focus on on what all that means at our church last week um 
uh, someone in the church had made for families uh, a little manger set that you could, uh, and they cut all the wood and everything, you could put it together. And uh, I had a model, I was working our information desk, I'm sitting out there, and and, uh, and in it, instead of straw, they had put pampas grass. And I don't know if you've ever been around pampas grass, but it's really itchy. Uh, it grows very well, but it's very itchy. And I'm thinking, I'm going, yeah, well, nobody would ever put a baby in pampas grass like that. And then I started thinking about it, and I'm like, you know, nobody would think about putting a baby in a manger that the hogs or the animals uh, were in. You're a farm boy. I'm a farm boy. I know what it's like. I know what it smells like. I know what it looks like. And so you think of that, and and we talk about that, but it's like I don't know that we ever really dive into what that actually looked like. We have sanitized so many things in, in television shows or cartoons or whatever it might be about the birth of Christ that... Um, it, it looks fairly sanitary yeah. to me. Well, there's a lot of Hallmark movies. Yeah, there, right, the Hallmark movies, yeah. <laughs> it, it, but it's not, you know, that's not reality, right? right. If, you, if you think about it, it was a, a baby born to a woman in a, in a you know, basically a barn yeah. uh, with animals present. When you and I, being farm boys, are convinced, probably beyond a shadow of a doubt, he was born, or they put some fresh straw mm-hmm. for bedding like they bedded the animals. Right. That would be how you feral hogs and cattle that's on fresh straw. Yeah. That was Jesus in bedding. Yeah, and so there's, you know, there's nothing glamorous about uh, the birth of Christ. Uh, other than, you know, it was a virgin birth, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Christ came into this world, and he was honored by everything that was around him that night, including nature. And uh, God, or- God orchestrated that, and and then he came. And so, you know, if you've read the stories in the Bible, you you look at the birth of Christ, and you look at the life of Christ, and you you realize what the purpose was. But yet I think we lose sight of that. I mean, it's so easy to watch all of that, you know, the Hallmark movies and think that's Christmas, right? It's about it's about who I fall in love with. It's about some great story, and hopefully they all lead back to that, but I don't know that we make those connections. And I think what's important about that is there's a lot of joy in this story, and that joy is uh, our redemption, right? And that the joy is also our relational factor to our uh, our Lord, right? And so it, we now have a way to have that relationship that we did not before. Um, but that relationship also means with each other. And, and I think we're, we're missing some of those things in that component of Christmas today because we focus on so many different things. And I think there's a lot of joy in that. Uh, and we say the word joy a lot this time of year that we don't usually every other time of the year. Um, but Jeff, I think there's a, there's a connection to that and the history of that that we, that we may miss today. Well, it's the simplicity, right? Because it is just such a simple, calm message. Here's this baby born humbly in you know humble surroundings, and uh, it, it it's just easy to miss unless we're intentional and and open our hearts and minds to it. And uh, it's and it's a game changer. And it's a game changer again because it changed history. It changed. Uh, how we, uh, you know, how we measure time in a way. Really, the whole, you know, it is again 2020. This happened 2,000 years ago. So it's just it's cool, kind of, to think about that. But again, it's just something that's so easily lost on. Uh, uh, what did you say? Seven hundred dollars. Yes, seven hundred person. Yes, I mean, you know, 
when you're out, you know, stacking up that seven hundred dollar a person, you know, uh, gift basket, it's, it's sometimes you know some of the simple things and the important things can can get lost. Mm-hmm. So. Well, getting back to Christ, then I mean, if we're going to spend seven hundred dollars on each individual uh, to bring it back to Christ, to get back to your original question about how we've kind of lost track on what we should do, why would it be so difficult to maybe? I don't know, spend a couple minutes praying before we spend the $700 and recognize, as you said, Jeff, where Christmas came from. We've lost totally all of that, and we just think about our needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it is it is the giving, right? It is yeah. looking outside ourselves and uh, really following God's example, Christ's example, to serve and, and give to others. And uh, right before we sat down here, my daughter had uh, shot me a little note um, for our business. We're, we're giving some donations away at the end of the year, and she wrote me a little sticky note because we had, you know, we've been brainstorming with the people at the uh, uh, the office. Where are we going to give this? And she just kind of summarized, and so uh, I said, "Yeah, that looks good," and that's really cool. When I, you know, wrote back to her, "Yeah, okay, let's do this." That's really cool. So mm-hmm. I mean. Uh, and, and if I get a blender at Christmas or something, I'm sure that's nice, but it's not like saying, Hey, this is okay. Let's, let's release these dollars to serve others in our community. I mean, that's that heck that's better than two blenders. Well, and I think that, you know, the, the whole gift giving, um, that is, that is part of the Christmas story because that the gift that was given to us was the, the birth of Christ. And mm-hmm. so it's the representation of the gift. Um, and why we give the gift, I just think we've strayed so far away from why we give <laughs> right. the gift, yeah. right? And so, a little balance there, right? Yeah, a little balance. I, I, yeah there's, there's, a, there's a loss of balance uh, in those things. And I said, so I think my question to both of you, and I'll go back to Don, what, what can we do? Is there something we can do uh, now that helps us to maybe reframe and refocus and, and relook at this? I mean, it's been... A, Hey, let's let's be honest. 2020 has been a year of reframing and refocusing and relooking at things. Personally, I can't wait for 2021, but who knows if it's going to be any better, right? So you you, you live with where you're at right now. But um, how how much you reframe some things? If if I could ask you to um, to say okay, if I could pick one or two things that I would reframe uh, to help me focus on what the importance of this holiday is, what would it be? For me, it's probably, John, going to be a little different than the average person because uh, other podcasts that I've done with some of my background, uh, soberness is very important for me. Christ, That's Christ-centered, and I follow Jesus. So I think if we could just all, again, I was repeating myself, recognize him more, him being Jesus, and Christ, I'm sure there wasn't a baby shower for Christ. I'm sure there wasn't a lot of presence in the barn, you know. Mm-hmm. But I suggest that we reconnect and renew our minds of where Christmas originated from and what took place on that day instead of just, and Jeff hit on a key point that I really like, of just giving, you know, like the Be Rich program at North Point Church down in Atlanta. You know, they raise a lot of money and it goes to so many organizations that need the help, but they're not buying them new blenders, as you said, or, mm-hmm. you know, new sleeping bags and things like that. But for giving to people that have needs that are normally not met, I think would be one big thing that people could 
reignite would be the word that we've kind of missed in the last, as Jeff said, 2,000 years, I think. People, instead of spending $700 buying your son or daughter this and $700 for Jeff for something, add some running boards to his pickup. This whole thing, I've said it before, I'm a Jesus follower, and I have people in my own church that aren't connected. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think s- just I'd like to see that change, you know, and I would too. And I think uh, you know there there are probably people listening tonight that uh, would say, you know, I I have the resources to spend seven hundred dollars a person. You know, I would love to be able to bless my family or do something nice for my family. I can't. I don't have the money. I lost my job because of of COVID. Um, the derecho took my house out, and now I, you know, we're still trying to figure out how we're going to put it back together. I mean, we've had so many things, especially in the area we're here in Eastern Iowa, that uh, have affected us uh, this year. That there are a lot of people that um, I think Christmas will maybe refocus something different this year because they cannot do what they've done in the past, and so and that's not a bad thing. It's right? not a bad. It's thing. not a bad thing, and I think sometimes again it's perspective. So. So if a, if a family can't go out and spend hundreds or thousands of dollars on gifts, you know, please, please don't feel bad about that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, look at just those simple things you can do for each other and uh, those things that you can do to focus your family. I mean, it, it's as simple as reading the Christmas story out of the Bible, right? You know? Yeah. We used to, uh, we used to make a birthday cake. Uh, and we'd yeah. sing happy birthday to Jesus, my kids and I and my wife. Yeah. And we would do that, and it's still a tradition. We, we do that when we're together on Christmas Eve, and we just um, we like to do that because it helps us focus and read a Christmas story and talk about that out loud. Um, I think there are things people can do. I wrote a few things down. Uh, you, you could do some chores for someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, there are still people that are, help are picking up and help yeah. somebody. Um, donate time. Uh, donate some resources, something worthy um, in your eyes, maybe that's not monetary that you could do to help and bless somebody else. Uh, make a meal for someone. Maybe you're gifted in, in baking and cooking, and and you could uh, uh, help someone less fortunate uh, in that regard. I, I put down making a memory. Um, you know, one of the things, uh, you know, as my parents got older, uh, and they're both gone now, but... Uh, you know, mom never knew what to get us anymore as you got older because you're married, you, you, you have things of your own. And, and so my mom would give us a little bit of money. Uh, and we'd take that money every year instead of buying something and we would go make a memory with it. We might go to a park. We may go um, on, a, on a short trip or do something that, you know, we always took pictures or sent a postcard back and say, hey, Merry Christmas, Mom. I know it's July um, but this is what we're doing with the $200 you gave us. There you uh, go. And the kids and I are, and Sherry are having a blast. And so, you know, those are the, those are the things that, that I think are important. Uh, but, Jeff, I think, you know, I, I've, got a, I've got a gift, kind of the gift that keeps on giving. Um, and this isn't the Christmas Vacation movie. It's not where I make that reference, although I'm very, very tempted at this point. Um, <laughs> uh, it's just the way I'm wired. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, you know, you've got something special, I think, that is starting here uh, with with helping other people uh, mm-hmm. in some regard. And, and I think this would be a perfect opportunity for somebody to gift themselves and to go to the Journey website and, uh, and to, to sign up to maybe get some coaching. Yeah. 
Talk about that gift a little bit. I know that's, uh, you know, it's just maybe self-serving on our podcast tonight, but uh, yeah. But I think that is a gift. Well, and it'd only be self-serving if we were getting from it. You know, right. I think the, the seven-session outlines, I, th- I think we charge, I don't even, what do we charge down? $15 a piece or something. It kind of pays for printing. You know, the uh, uh, we were just talking about this earlier, John. You had someone come up to you and ask about it, and they said, well, you know, uh, does insurance cover that or whatever? Mm-hmm. Well, n- not really because it's there's no cost. I right. mean, this is a they gift to people. We want to serve others. Or, quite frankly, the other thing we're looking at is uh, grab a couple of these little seven-session outline workbooks, which are basically just a pathway to sit down to someone and build an intentional friendship. Just grab a couple of those and go coach each other. In fact, you did that mm-hmm. with... Yeah. Another gentleman. Uh, you didn't. We're not here. Here's the thing. We're not professional accredited coaches or anything like that. We don't do that. That's if you're looking for that. That's not what we are. It is just based about people coming alongside people, uh, people that have already been through the coaching or in your case, John, where you and Daryl just sat down together and yeah. sort of stumbled through it. Right. We, we did. Uh, both of us uh, have been professionals for a long time. We've had, you know, coaches and we've been coached and, and have coached others in our own personal lives. Yeah. Uh, Daryl's retired now. I'm still employed. But, uh, you know, uh, it, it was fairly... It, I found it very straightforward. I found it very helpful. Mm-hmm. I've, in my case, I've been through some of those things before, and it's always good to refresh and to renew. But in a lot of cases out there, I think there are people uh, probably listening tonight who have never uh, been through a strength finder. They've never looked at right. what their emotional intelligence looks like. Yeah. They've, they've not considered... Uh, what a goal uh, in life looks like, mm-hmm. or even how to set one. Yeah, and so you know, um, I feel blessed. I've had those things in my workplace uh, and through other things in my life. But um, I think there are uh, many, many people, and hopefully, you're listening tonight. That could, could simply go to the website, uh, sign up, and and we can help you with that. Right? You can go through that process and not have to have that cost you. Um, you know, thousands of dollars to get that kind of yeah. personal coaching. Now, you know, again, we're not we're not professionally, you know, trained coaches. We're Don Evans regular guys and gals, just like yeah, everybody right. else. And so, our our mission is to really, you know, help you um, make some decisions in your life. Help you to to maybe find that pathway, that journey in your life. Maybe you're stuck right now. Maybe you know you've you've tried a lot of things and you just need somebody to say. Hey, have you considered this? Yeah. Hey, have you looked at this about yourself? Our sort of call to action is if you want to grow, and that's important, you know, if you really want to grow, and how important is that? But if you really want to grow, we want to help. Right. And so it really is a matter of just going, you know what? This sounds a little different. Haven't given this gift before to anybody. But uh, yeah, jump in, take the step. Like you say, John, you just go to the website and a lot of information is there. Some more podcasts. You can hear it, listen to some more podcasts. Beyond listening, the actual doing is so important. And you can go on and, and download the PDFs or we can send you a couple of uh, the coaching booklets. Again, it's seven sessions. It's, it's straightforward. About nine revisions over five years to put this little seven session. It's about a 60, 70 page little thing together. So there's been a lot of thought going into it. We've coached lots of people. And I would just ask you, John, you have been through a lot of mm-hmm. stuff over the years. Just same old, same old, or was this different when you went through it with Daryl? Some the same, some different. Yeah. Um, and, and probably the difference uh, for me was not necessarily that 
Um, you know, I hadn't discovered my strengths before uh, as an individual, but yet having someone else to talk to me a little bit more in depth about those, mm-hmm. about what they might mean, or, you know, uh, reflecting on uh, how I use those. Right. Um, right. You know, I've, uh, it, for instance, this is no shocker to, to the people who may be listening that know me, but one of my top strengths is communication. I'm sitting here in front of a microphone with two friends tonight talking about things that uh, are important to us and we hope uh, important and informative to you. Um, but I find this totally comfortable for me. Mm-hmm. This is one of my strengths. And, and for others that might be sitting here tonight, they would rather probably be doing anything other than sitting in front of a microphone and communicating, right? Yeah. What would I say and how would I say it and, right. and those kinds of things. Right. But yours may be analytical, yeah. Right. Maybe maybe you're very, very good at, at seeing things and getting to the heart of a matter and, and putting a, a process in place to that. And yet you've never been using those in your life. Right. right. You've never you never had anybody tell you that you've never had anybody look at those with you and, and say, hey, I see that you're doing this. Have you considered that maybe working in those strengths maybe means something different to you? Right. Or give you more joy or find a passion of yours that you never considered before? Now let's walk through that and then go through the rest of the process to help you maybe see how that could help you down the road. I've been coached many, many times in my life. I was an athlete, and, and that's what coaches did for me, mm. right? Coaches, it, coaches love you too much to let you stay the way you are. They see something in you that you don't see in yourself, and they help bring out the best in you. And that's really what coaching is. It's just kind of guide. It's not counseling. It's it's more of a guiding, right, and, and, and tweaking and, and saying, here's, here's where I think you're, you know, it, it looks like for you, and helping walk kind of along with them with that process. So they're not doing it alone. Well, and, and the not doing it alone thing is huge, right, because it's that uh, openness, that transparency, the, just the open and honest, because this is guy to guy or gal to gal or couple to couple. So it's just having those real and open and honest conversations, which let's face it, us guys really stink at that a lot of times. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, hey, uh, how's, how's that? How's that football? How's your favorite team doing? Or, you know, hey, how's business? That, that's in my world. Hey, how's business? Oh, yeah. Business great. Yeah. Uh, business stinks. Yeah. Business, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Good to see you. And you know, it's always on that surface level. Yeah, it's always on the you surface level. You know, it never level. dives down below. And and we talked about this before. Don Don would be the the hammer in here. Um, Don will ask you a, a pointed question, right? And and I'll do the same in the right atmosphere. It's just, it, it. But it you know having people that will kind of get to the heart of the matter and ask you those things is worth everything, yeah. right? It's worth more than the seven hundred dollars oh, per yeah. person that we spend on Christmas gifts. It's worthy in my mind of what Christ gave us. You mm-hmm. know, it, it's it's that redemption. Yeah. It's that second chance that we don't deserve sometimes. It is that helpful hand in being that representative here on earth for Christ, even though that's not necessarily uh, a part of it if you don't want it to be. Yeah. There certainly is an opportunity for you to explore that if you want. Yeah, and that is, uh, and that to me is a gift. Yeah, it it is a a game changer, and it is much like Christ in Christmas, the birth of Christ being a game changer, uh, building relationships it, it, uh, this way. I mean, it is. Uh, there's a, a term that's used called discipleship. It's what do you want to call it? mentoring? It's coaching, whatever you want to call. It. But it's 
building those intentional relationships. And uh, it, it will be, if you really, if you want to grow and if you really dive in, it'll be a game changer for you. Mm-hmm. So I would, um, again, uh, I have a business. I, I, this is not a way to make money. So I will beg and plead with anyone listening, please <laughs> go to the website. Not because it's going to, you know, there's some big, uh, you know, profit motive here, uh, but because there is a huge motive uh, for your life just right. to be better right. and the lives of people around you to be better. And so please, uh, you know, this Christmas, take a step, uh, jump on the website. It's uh, journeycoaching.org, journeycoaching.org. Pretty simple. Uh, you can order the book, uh, PDF. Uh, I think I'm saying that right. You know, they can download, download the PDF. It. PDF, right? yeah. yeah. Or they can order the or book. The hard has... copy. We'll find a coach for you or uh, we will just encourage you to find someone in your sphere of influence, someone you know, to just jump along and and start out with a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Just have some coffee and share your stories. And you if know? you don't drink coffee, we can help you with that. Too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. But so. just start out and sit down with someone and, and start by sharing your story. And, and uh, it really is a very, very cool thing. Well, I want to thank you both uh, for the opportunity to, to be with you today and just talk about these important things. And uh, I wish you both a Merry Christmas. Hey, we do to you too, John. Merry Christmas. Journey Coaching. Dot .org journey coaching relationships strengths and purpose and we encourage you to begin to maximize your life through one on one coaching and we thank you so much for your time tonight until next time I'm John Y thank you for listening tune in next time and make sure you like and subscribe visit us at journeycoaching.org and check us out on Facebook and Instagram start your own journey at journeycoaching.org your life, your journey starts now.